Are you a master and engineer? <laughs> Are you a real life lander? <laughs> oh, oh okay, shit, that is fight talk. Oh. That is fight talk. It's been almost a year that this has all been held in. I'm sorry, I'll be I'll be civil from now on. Why? <laughs> I hope we're capturing this. This is great. Yeah. If um, he's got a pro account, he can kick me out. <laughs> so, uh, so John, how's work, mate? Yeah, fantastic. Um, the the company's done really well throughout lockdown because obviously people need need stuff at home to record with, and they've been digging out stuff that they had in the closet because they've got nothing to do because they're at home during the lockdowns. So, so yeah, people have been making music recording music and and doing creative stuff so it's um yeah it's been really fun to to sort of keep up with their needs content wise mm. and yeah we've learned a lot about the people that use our stuff we've got some some exciting stuff coming up in the next year or so as well um, stuff you probably can't talk about no exactly um love it. i love shit <laughs> you can't talk about that's my favorite stuff exactly it it makes me feel really important, even even though that's not even close to the case. But it's um, one that's coming out, which we have already actually announced, is Circuit Rhythm, um, one of our our groove boxes, which uh, you can sample with and and do some really cool stuff with. So um, yeah, very keen to see that out in the wild. But um, but yeah, it's just been nice to um, to have such an influx of people coming to use our stuff. Like I say, we've we've managed to learn a lot about people and and what they need from us um and having a, a customer experience department i think is quite a unique thing for a, for a company it's normally marketing get people through the door and then anything else is a bonus but to have a department right. that's sort of focused on everything after the buy it now button is is a really good investment for the uh, for the company to have so so yeah it's been really good fun for anyone who's bothered to even listen to this um john 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 where do you work Focusrite Audio Engineering. Heard of them? Yeah. <laughs> they, they make the red boxes. Yeah. Never, never heard of them. Never heard of them. <laughs> they, yeah. they make the sort. They make um, one of the handful of, um, de, um, you know, converters that you might or you may or may not be assigned at birth. Isn't that right, Chris? Absolutely. I think probably more podcasts are recorded through a Focusrite interface than any other interface. I reckon. Probably. I mean, probably most interfaces are now focus rights. When you, when you look at the Toman listings, you've got things like DT770s, which I'm sporting at the moment, SM58s. Love to have you on, and... by the way. Sorry, no, no, that'd be great. <laughs> Carry on. Pitching <laughs> um, companies. <laughs> and 2i2s. Like, they are 2i2s and solos are just ubiquitous um that they're everywhere they they're they're what gets recommended whenever anyone asks on reddit or wherever the kids hang out these days um yeah they're always just thrown about there and it's um yeah iconic little red box yeah it is it is one of those like it's definitely one of those iconic bits it's like it's like the ns10s you know it's one of those iconic things like not in the same context necessarily, but like not in the exact same subset of the subset, but uh, it's definitely an iconic piece now, isn't it? Mm. Um, 
yeah, I mean, from what I could tell, like Focusrite just saw this like kind of gap, like in the very much bedroom producer, like, and then upwards market. And they're like, okay, let's just make the best hardware for that price point and for that market and, mm. you know, game over. And basically. keep it really, really simple. Yeah, like, and it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. Like, it's good stuff. Like, it's, I mean, even down to the, you know, that kind of like, what do you call it? Brush metallic, that red brush metallic kind of finish, like on a on an aesthetic level. It's a nice piece of kit. A hundred percent. And it, that you're absolutely right in terms of how it came about. Um, the company was actually founded by Rupert Neve um, way back in the day when it was consoles, the, the big ISA recording consoles. He had to sort of dismantle it, but Phil Dudridge, the current who we sort of know as the founder mm-hmm. bought it up bought the technology and switched it over to, to home recording stuff because that's where he saw the market going he was absolutely right and um thanks to that i have a job which uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's been amazing to see how how has it changed your job since the um pandemic um or, or has it or has it not changed at all <laughs> it it has and it hasn't it's just been i've been doing pretty much the same stuff like the the role and what we're doing has evolved i think as it would have naturally even if covid hadn't happened um so because it's been going on for over a year now that that we've been been working from home um yesterday was actually my first day back in the office this year um to do some filming which was really nice but um yeah, I think it's it's taught me more about making the most of the space that, that you're filming in. So I'm in a flat now that I moved into in at the end of October last year with my girlfriend. And this is the first time I've had like a dedicated room to, to set up as a study space. Um, so it's, it's a small room, but I feel like it's really nicely set up for filming for overhead shots and this, this camera shot. So I think it's... If anything, yeah, it's just taught me how to make the most of the space that that you're working in. But but aside from that, the role has just sort of progressed as as it would have done really as our as our customer base grows and as um yeah, new products need releasing really. Yeah, absolutely. I mean it makes I mean it makes sense to me that you wouldn't have a hard time adjusting to this life because uh you know, you've been making videos on the internet for some time as the audio journey. So if anyone's like equipped to do that, it's you, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately for the YouTube viewers, I have been putting out content for a little while now and, and doing that. Um, so, um, yeah. It... Yeah. Unfortunately for the millions of viewers. <laughs> yeah. So unfo- such unfortunate people. Just try and stay modest, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. One, one of my so best mates. So bloody English. <laughs> one of my best mates maintains the fact that every single one of my subscribers is an account that he's created. <laughs> just so that he can hold my self-esteem in the palm of his hand and take oh. it away at any time. <laughs> I created you and I could destroy you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly that. And like, I sort of believe him as well. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. 
I would believe that if you answer in the comments. The rest are probably <laughs> my mum, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about COVID um, work-wise for you two? That. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, like, not really affected... I mean... I've definitely had... There's definitely been clients who have expressed hardship because of covid and and that was quite early on um but at that point i think that was more a like oh my god i don't know what's going to happen with life L like we were all um like we all experienced right like i mean i remember when it hit you know let's say march 2020 right for for people out here in the west um you know re the reality of covid hit us hard mid march right um and i remember thinking like what does this mean like you know i was like i was I, in my my head was anywhere between the end of the world and like what's the best case scenario for the future um so uh obviously there was like cuz like gigs were hit hard obviously like you know still hit really 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 hard i mean festivals are still cancelling this year 2021 um so obviously that that has had an impact on you know the wider business the wider industry of music um however and i've said this in a previous recent podcast but um on the stuff that i personally focus on and have clients focus on, try to focus on right um it's like many people's lifestyles and work styles have in the last year has rapidly accelerated in the direction of uh digital right and remote yeah. and content and and uh the stuff that we're doing right now like you know john you're in oxford chris you're in cambridge and i'm here in london and this is you know for people like us this has been reality for for a while right um but for, not for everyone um and it was kind of a final proof of concept the last year has been a final proof of concept on a lot of this digital stuff right i mean yeah. i remember actually in maybe april times like when i i was i remember looking at my google analytics and my youtube and being like oh that's people are at home all of a sudden it seems um because they're definitely on the internet more than they were like a couple of months ago you know um they're definitely googling and youtubing stuff more than they were a little bit you know and um i mean john you might have experienced something like that but like there was definitely an uptick at that time i think it came down quite quickly though because everyone you know it, that was probably just a flux right but um it was definitely like okay cool people were at home all of a sudden and consuming only consuming more content um so in that way i mean business as a whole like it i suppose some bits go up some bits go down right mm. um but uh for for me and the way that i do things it kind of just um accelerated concepts that were already true and existing um so so yeah i mean what about you chris like what's the difference i really liked what you said there about it it became a proof of concept of, of things we've been doing for probably two or three four five years maybe mm -hmm. 
and that, and that really stuck with me because I had a conversation with an artist about a month ago and they were sort of saying I was forced like, they kept using that well I was forced to do this because of COVID I was forced to do this because of COVID I was thinking everything you're doing now is something that other uh, maybe people managers whatever, have been trying to get you to do <laughs> for half a decade yeah, right. and it just took you um it took it being illegal for you to do these things to uh of, of, to do other things to then go well i've got nothing else to do i might as well try creating a patreon page and monetizing uh person to person in like experiences with an artist yeah. like doing songwriting classes or gigs online things like that and yeah i kind of thought yeah this has all been beta tested for years and then suddenly everyone's gone oh the internet can do things which is crazy because yeah. it's not like the internet's a new thing, but I almost feel like it's been given a new image by the right. creative industries of going, oh no, I really can harness this stuff. I mean, because that sounds even, really obvious. Because even when I you say, I don't like, think it was. Yeah, right. Because even when you say oh, it's been beta tested, well, it's actually been in existence for like 30 years, really. Like, yeah, exactly. you know, all in all, like, it's this is this ain't new, but. But so many um, people didn't. But so many yeah, people were right. like, oh, I stick, yeah, my, right. I stick my music on Spotify and then I just sit there and wait for a gig to come along and then people might go and watch me play and then might yeah. download a song or stream me and you go, well, that wasn't working before COVID. Yeah, so that's not now, even, yeah. now you can't gig. Like, I think what it was, it, it took away excuses for some people. And I think that's been really like, telling of, of artists of like, oh, you can't complain that you haven't, like gigging, isn't the fallback? Oh, I couldn't get enough gigs, so I didn't make enough iTunes sales. I'm like, well, those two things aren't tied together. You've been using it as an excuse for the most of your career for why you haven't been succeeding. But actually, now it's like, no, no one can gig. Oh, but these people over here are still making money, right? Now go and look what they're doing, and maybe sure. you should try it. Sure. And even though people around you have been telling you to do it for years, now you're going to try it. And 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 unfortunately, that's just the way people are. You can't can't force people to do things they don't want to do sure i think that's that's a really good point and what came to mind as you were saying that is is like when when the tide goes out it reveals <laughs> who's who's sorted who's got trunks on and who's who's not um <laughs> but in that in that analogy it's <laughs> it's like the people that who's got trunks on chris have you got trunks on <laughs> that was the wrong time to take a sip of water <laughs> um oh and it's like God. the artist that did get caught with no trunks on it's like <laughs> sorry chris has chris has been shouting from the bank wetsuits yeah. over here guys oh <laughs> my <Yeah>. God. <laughs> but, but yeah. no it, it's, it's it's true isn't it we've all like we've all come across artists who have like and again, like, it sounds so easy to sit in like our towers, go, "Oh, funny artist! Oh, I'm doing this!" Oh. And you go, "Well, no, it is, it is really difficult to see what you should be doing, and and you can be conflicted by lots of things, and there are so many options and so many choices. Maybe COVID just limited it, so you have to knuckle down on something. You're like, right, I cannot leave my house. Mm -hmm. I am an acoustic guitarist. I can really easily get live gigs out to people because it's just me and a guitar." Mm. The, the the entry point for that is product placement, a little box that's read from Focusrite and a cable and a microphone, an internet connection. Like it's it, it really like if you cannot do this, you really should not be in this industry. Like you shouldn't be an artist. 
And that maybe got the backup behind some people and thought, Do you know what, I should now be doing this. Yeah. So I, I, I am actually, I, I do take my hat off to lots of artists who literally within a week or two absolutely turned around and pivoted their entire projection of 2020 into something that I actually can make money from. And not just make money from, just continue their career and continue their momentum and their listenership and trying to build something with the knowledge that maybe in a year, two years time, whatever, they might be able to do something more like they feel comfortable doing, gigging, etc. But you still need to carry, like your fans aren't going to wait on hiatus for 18 months. Um, and, and the artists that have sort of packed up last year and think they're going to walk into a gig in August 2021, I'm, I'm sorry, you've got a big wake-up call coming for you. I think I, I remember listening to the... So I've been listening to the one of the recent ones we did with Daniel Halford podcast quite a lot recently. And doing art, right? The thing with making art, making content, making music, whatever it is, like, you don't... Like, artists, artists make art because they have to, right? They just, like you said, Chris, before, you have to be a mastering engineer. Mm. You can't not do it. Like, John, you can't not make videos, right? When push comes to shove, we got to do what we got to do because that's, that's the stuff that we do, right? Because nothing tickles, you know, tickles our fancy in, in, in the same way. Mm. Um, so, um, and it's one of those things, like, there are many artists out there who are many creative people out there who I've seen. I'm like, of course you've stuck it out because I know you have to do it. Yeah. It's not, an, this isn't optional. This isn't like, I'm going to do my art. You know, I'm, I'm going to do my art if conditions are good. Right. For an artist, it's not an if statement doing their art, right. Doing their shit. Like, and the ones who I've seen succeed or like, because for me, success is just perpetually doing something, right? Um, so the people who I've seen just keep doing it and just keep pivoting or keep doing what they have to do in order to keep expressing themselves and making the art and putting it out, for me, I'm like artist. Yeah. Artist, yeah. right? Because they just have to do it, uh, you know, because none of us are in it for the money, right? Because... <laughs> That would be dumb. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like what we would say, like, what was it Daniel Halford said? He goes, yeah, I think you can make more money at Deloitte telling people what to do, yeah. you know, uh, and whatever, you know. I mean, mm. like, you got, you got, a, you know, if you're an artist, you're going to keep making art and, and keep doing it. Yeah, it sucks that gigs can't happen. That sucks, right? Mm. However, fortunately, um, we do have a means of like, of, uh, you know, connecting with an audience from home, which is awesome. We're doing it right now, you know, um, which is great. So, um, so that is a good thing. And it is one of those like positive negative things, isn't it? Like, it's like, oh, okay, cool. This sucks. I'm like, yeah, this sucks, but thank God we got the internet. Cause God damn, this would have been bloody more difficult. Like if we didn't. Like really, like even just on the distribution and information and inf uh, about pandemic and about what the hell to do has been dangerously easy. I mean, just get, even down to me getting the COVID test, I did that on the internet and it was delivered to me and all that stuff, right? Mm. Um, you know, that 
between that and you know making content that and then i'll email it to my audience because i can do that because the internet exists covid or no covid great um but yeah the ones who i've seen just persevere have been of no surprise to me you know who these people are because they compulsively have to do what they do yeah right um they just have to do it. They're like, okay, cool. That sucks. Can't do gigs. But okay, cool. I'll have to do this now because I'm not going to stop making art. Well, this, this comes back to something we said a lot, Chris, is it's, it has to be a lifestyle. It cannot be a nine to five. It cannot be yeah, something yeah. you just dip your toe <clears> into. <throat> I mean, it absolutely can be. But for most people's definition of success in these things, the criteria is it has to be a lifestyle. Now, yeah. you doesn't have to be a negative thing you can still manage your life well but the intent behind everything you do needs to be i am in this 100 percent. i am going to succeed whether it means getting up off the ground a thousand times um through failure yeah. uh, because uh, and i know fact that the, the, the three of us have done that yeah none of us have got to where we are now just by going oh it just sort of happened really i figured it all out one day no it's taken years and years and years to figure this stuff out and to be where we are and, and yeah. again that sounds like oh that sounds wonderful and you go yeah but you had to go through it first like absolutely i mean there's one there's like a there's like a question well there's like a series of questions but there's like a kind of it's overall it's one question that i ask artists before i might work with them right and i asked them basically a series of questions which is basically like why do you do this why do you have to do this like what's motivating you and it's when they say like Chris, I just have to do this. There's yeah. no option. I'm like, I love it. I'm like, good. This is, we have a goer. You know, like this is a good thing. Um, but it's the when the but the people who, you know, because when I when I think I might work with someone or they might become a client or something like that, in my head I'm like, uh, are they gonna do the things? Right. I need to know that they're gonna do the things. Um and. You know, because some people, but even by the time they speak to me, um, some people are actually like, well, you know, I'll, I'll have a go at it. But if it doesn't, if nothing happens, cool, it's fine. Like, and I get where they're coming from, but like, it's like that out the gate hedging. Hedging, right? I'm like, why are you hedging? Like, don't don't hedge on this. Like. Cool. I get hedging, right? We all, I do it sometimes, but then I'm, I'm like, I call myself out on it. But mm. the thing with hedging is like, it, you're only hedging because you're just too afraid to be wrong and too afraid to show up to your friends at Christmas or to your family at Christmas and feel like a quote unquote failure, right? But, you know, you're only just protecting yourself from being wrong, right? Like, mm. it's like, do it or, do it and you might be wrong. Cool. But that's it. That's the worst that's going to happen. Right. Mm. You're not going to, you know, at least I'm going to rule out people who don't live in modern economies like we do. Right. Because that's a whole different shit. But mm. in assuming, assuming you're from the Western world and in a modern economy, you know, you're fine. But like the. My point is, like, you have to compulsively have to do it right it's not an optional thing it's not something you hedge against you know because i mean i had a business coach before who 
uh, when I was working with him, there was a point where I wasn't a hundred percent for for a minute. There was a point when I wasn't a hundred percent in what I was doing. Like I didn't believe myself a hundred percent. Um, unfortunately, he went on to a he did a he did like these group calls, right? And he said, right. And he was like, he sounded quite a bit pissed off. I think he just come off a client call, right? And you know, and it energized the group call that he was just doing. And he was like, right, everyone, I need you to drop into the chat right now out of a hundred, like a percentage wise, how committed are you? Right. And some people were like a hundred percent and some people were like 90%, 80%, And he's like, right, if you didn't answer a hundred percent, you got a problem. We got a problem. Correct answer. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, you're either a hundred percent or you're just not a hundred percent committed. And if you're not a hundred percent committed, you're going to talk yourself out of doing this because this shit is really, really hard. You know, and no one in no one is telling you how this is done, you know, because there isn't really a how this is done, you know. Um, there's no like, it's not institutional to like have a career in music, like there is a career in medicine or a career in law or or accounting or something like that. There's a there's an institution for that, but there's not really an institution for this. And he's like, cool, well, if you're not 100% in. And it, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't trying to be mean or anything like that. It was just like, look, I trust me, you have to be 100. And if you're not 100, and I answered 80, right? And he's like, if you're not 100, this is your only problem, is the fact yeah. that you're not at 100. All, your, all the other problems you think are problems, they're just outputs of this problem, right? This is first, the actual yeah. problem um, because you have, to, you have to go in. Right, I'm getting a lot of Stephen Pressfield vibes from that, from the War of Art, which is like mm. you're either an amateur or a professional. Right. Yeah. For your creative work, you you show up as a professional day in day out. You don't wait yeah. for inspiration, etc. And yeah. it's yeah, it's interesting that's come up because I've actually had a bit of a conflict going on with my own stuff around the am I actually a hundred percent in this. And for my YouTube channel, the audio journey, the answer isn't a hundred percent. So I'm making a change in that department from, I think it's going to be from, from the end of 2021, um, sort of considering it done. Mm-hmm. Um, and up until then, um, as I've spoken to, to Chris about, um, Chris C. This is very confusing with two Chris's. Yeah, it, um, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have Pavey change his name. It's fine. <laughs> um, assumes, I, assumes is Chris. Mr. Pavey. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to make some... I've got some courses that I've been wanting to make for a while that I'm going to make. Going to make some videos on YouTube that point towards those courses because I think that's the most valuable stuff I have to offer in terms of music production put that all out there and then that's it pretty much mm-hmm. um the next project is as you were saying chris um i i have to do it yeah it's right. been occupying my mind for a while now mm-hmm. that i want to do just a personal more sort of general youtube channel yeah. taking the findings from from books taking life experience with youtube and the the job that i have and 
yeah, all of the reading that I've done, all of the thinking that I've done, all of the things that I've come across, there's so much that I want to talk about. But at the time of starting the channel, I only felt qualified to talk about music tech because that's what I had a degree in. I haven't done anything about investing or personal finance. I haven't done anything about philosophy or mindset, anything around that. So I'm not qualified to speak about it, which comes to realize. Doesn't like, mean anything. Yeah, exactly. Imposter um, syndrome. Yeah. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. Hiya. Um, <laughs> it's been so a minute. It's it's taken seven years to get over that. So yeah. <laughs> now, now that I'm there. But I think the music production stuff, doing solely music production stuff has sort of run, it, run its course because from 2014 my full-time thing and my side thing have been music production seven right. seven years i think mm. it's time for a new challenge which I'm very excited for but it came out of that asking myself really frankly like am i completely in to mm -hmm. this audio journey youtube channel the answer is no it feels like i'm throwing away a bit of a subscriber base and a bit of momentum but it's like i, I don't care i don't yeah, right. want to do that anymore this is what I want to do. I'm starting from scratch. I enjoy that kind of challenge. I've done it before. I'm going to do it again. And more importantly, like I say, this is what I have to do. So yeah, yeah. I can completely relate to that. I quite um, romanticize the idea of starting from zero quite often. Same. Just nothing to worry about, Chris. I say that because Chris is actually a partner. But um, we, everything's fine. I'm going to continue working. You have financial but... stakes in things, Chris. You cannot yeah, just yeah. run away. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> we'll we'll take this offline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll just um just go well, make that... an adjustment to company's house. Yeah, um... yeah. The, uh, the India flights were cancelled anyway, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> variant. Um, the what? Oh yeah. Like sometimes in my head, like only sometimes because sometimes I think about day zero, right, and or like days zero, um. And like when it was nothing, right? Zero, like it didn't exist. Unlock your sound or anything like that. And man, that was that was some of the most fun. Yeah. Right. Like, cause now I'm running a bloody business, and I've got people like Chris to answer to, and you know, and an accountant and shit. And it's like, what? Yeah. What the hell is this? this? Be fun. Oh. <laughs> You know, obviously love it and, you know, we're on a mission and everything and there's a particular direction um, that we're going in. But, um, you know, it doesn't like because I think sometimes we think to we think and talk too literally about like, for example, John, like your job at Focus Right, right, is, um, you know, is not the audio journey is not not causal to that. Right. It definitely is causal to that. Right. At least to some extent, you know, um, 100%. right. I think that would be fair to say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. So um, it's not like I think when we think too literally about this YouTube channel or that thing, when really it's just you being you growing as a as a creative. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just the jobs and the, they're just like different siloed things. But all in all. Um, you're doing what you do, which is make stuff. Um, and I forgot my point, so whatever. <laughs> the classic Chris there. Yeah, well, yeah, normally but... I'd be signing off about this time, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs>
It's a really good point because looking like what you're saying, Jared, but like, are you throwing something away in stopping it? I'm thinking, no, you'd be throwing part of yourself away every time you came to make something you didn't really want to make. Or as you said, like, not not everything we do in life has to be unbelievable fun, but you have to have the spark of yeah, I'm I'm invest. Maybe not fun. Maybe we say invested. You are your your amount of investment of you of you into this is not as much as it was five years ago. So That's what's the deep. point in doing it? So you have 60,000 subscribers and you're saying you might lose some, some subscribership. True, but, you, but, that, but that doesn't mean anything because if you aren't going to make content which is going to be what 60,000 people want anymore, then you've lost them anyway. Mm-hmm. And if you're not making it, like if you're not having fun making it and the people aren't watching it are having fun, then who's it for? You're just yeah. putting stuff on. You, you, you're just adding to the size of the internet. Yeah. Also, um, like as we speak, someone is watching his videos for the first time. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, like, yes. it's. It I mean, you're go su- away. Yeah. Mm. When we talk about subscribership in the content of YouTube, it's just how many people have clicked that button so far. But like right now, some literally right now, I'm pretty sure of that. When I correlate yeah. it against my YouTube, um, you know, someone is watching john holt's content for the first time and discovering him for the first time so it's constantly working anyway and that's like the awesome organic nature of youtube isn't it mm. yeah it's it's such a unique platform in that sense and i think that's what draws me to it i think yeah. all of us in that sense we we have stuff that we want to share we don't just want to do what we do we want to talk about what we do and help other people do what they do and and youtube is such an amazing platform for that because videos that that we made years ago are being seen by people every day yeah that need that content at that time so it's it is a body of work that continues to get engagement it's it's pieces of artwork up on the walls of a museum that is being frequented um, yeah and and that won't be taken away just because i'm not constantly uploading um yeah. and starting a separate youtube channel which is just going to be john holt um just feels like the right thing to do in my gut which isn't it, it's been trying to shut that part of my brain down that's going john you've got pending brand deals for the audio journey that you're just going to be walking away from and it's like i wouldn't be doing them a good service by yeah. making videos that i don't want to make um on a channel that's gonna be sort of shutting down soon sort of it's like it yeah it's it's not even a not even a judgment call at this point but it's taken a lot of thinking to Mm -hmm. get to that stage so it's yeah i'm excited for the new chapter i'm excited for for it Mm. (laughs) yeah i can't wait to watch his new channel yeah yeah Yeah. and but but also for all this is like that's courage like, i i don't i don't just to just gloss over that like this is not just a business owner or if you're an artist like it, sometimes stuff takes courage like it's not making the right decision necessarily or perfectly planning something sometimes it's just about sticking your neck above the parapet and going i'm gonna try this because if you don't try anything you're never gonna succeed now that sounds like a real quotable line from something but but it's the truth isn't it like if we hadn't bothered to try these things, yeah, okay, sometimes it might fail. It might not go exactly the way you want it to straight away. 
you might have to pivot again a month after starting it. But you but you don't know that. So is that a reason not to do it? Of course not. That's are you gonna um, are you gonna convert those into motivational posters, please? Yeah, I'm thinking about running out. You see, I, again, I'm 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 constantly pivoting, guys. Like even in this Zoom call, guys, I'm pivoting right? so much. I just go in circles. <laughs> I'm actually like I I actually specialize in pivoted actually. <laughs> Unlock your pivot. Pivot. Oh, there's definitely an Instagram account called like How to Pivot 2021 pivot. or something or like Pivot the Theory. Of pivoting. Yeah, yeah. Pivot theory. Yeah. Pivot secrets. Expert pivot. Expert pivoters. Like, I I appreciate you saying that, Chris, but to me it doesn't feel brave. It just feels like the only option. And mm. I think it's more a case of that I've had the right inputs. I've got people like you. I consume content from people that that aren't making you try and keep up with the Kardashians. Then it's a lot of mm. the focus of that kind of content is is more to route more towards like be content with what you're doing. Yeah. Um I think we've swung from that. Be as productive as you possibly can. Side hustle, hopefully, moving the narrative back towards what's going to make you happy. Do that. Um, mm. Which Gary V, interestingly enough, is posting a lot of content that's in that kind of vibe, and he keeps saying, "This is a snippet from my new my upcoming book. Would love your feedback on it." And it's yeah, it's a bit of a swing for him. For him being massively high energy work from 7am till 2 in the morning on your side hustles that you can quit your job and turns a lot of people off in that sense mm. but yeah he seems to be swinging around much more to like are you happy doing this podcast um crack on with that are you are you happy doing this hundred thousand dollar a year job no come away from it it's mm. yeah I, I think hopefully the narrative is swinging much more around to that which is good yeah i mean like it actually reminds me of something that I say to artists quite a lot, like, um, because uh, I get this so much. Like, I sometimes I think people work with me because they think I'm going to tell them the industry right way to do something. And then I turn around and they go, oh, Chris, how do you think I should do this thing? I'm like, how do you want to do it? You're an artist, right? Like, you don't need my permission or anyone's permission to do the art you want, you want to do it. When should I release? How should I release? How do you walk on? How do you walk on stage? Well, I do it the way I want to do it. Well, that's how you do this, right? Because you're an artist. Like I have really strong opinions about that. Actually, like what an artist is and what that means, you know. And I believe that is someone who just has to do the their thing. And I think that some people just need reminding of that. Actually, it's like mm. no, you make your art. You do it the way you want to do it. You know, you'll get the audience that you deserve to get. Like you get the audience that resonates with how you do your shit, right? anyway right but um give yourself um, agency to do yeah what yeah do. exactly agency right you got to give yourself agency to to do that mm. um and have the courage because people can see it as well yeah. like you are fully exposed more than you think you are every decision you make is fully exposed right that post you didn't make is fully exposed that thing you didn't say or that copy that you slightly corrected quote unquote or like made more quote-unquote accessible everyone knows what you just did mm. right and you probably just lost some credit uh, not credibility but you lost some points with your fans when you did that right um so so yeah like and you, you got to do what you got you got to do what you want to do like 
I th- I think culture actually is too ha- has moved too far away from doing what we want to do. Like uh, there's yeah. so many so many things in life, like it just in normal life, like where I've been like, oh, I'm not going to do that, and someone's like, what? Why? I'm like, I don't want to. Or like, oh, oh why did you do that? I wanted to. Like, there's no, I, I don't need to further justify. Mm. Obviously, if unless it was. Unless it was at someone else's expense, you know, like there's no need for me to further justify the decisions I make other than I wanted to do that. Yep. You know, and I think it's, I think culture is in this weird place where we feel like we have to rationalize the decisions that we make when we made them irrationally and based on what we want to do anyway. Yeah. You know, so no, that makes me happy actually. So I'm going to keep doing that if that's cool with you. Oh, it's not. Okay. Sorry. Well, it's like, Still gonna do it, like like with John saying, like John should have come on and just said, "I'm stopping my YouTube channel. I'm starting something new because I want to." Yeah, and that's Mike the drop. only sentence you needed to have said. Boing. Like, Mike I'm drop. not saying you. I'm not saying you, you, you did wrong by explaining it, but almost like internally, that's what you should. And I'm sure because, like, I know that internally, that's how you feel. And I think artists need to do the same thing. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? Because I want to do it. I mean, our fa- I'm I'm pretty sure all of our favorite artists don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly, because they do it. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly, because yeah. that's why they are our favorite artists, honestly. And that's and that's why people like them. Yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. you know you know you know. Mm. People's no bandwagon jumping. Yeah. Everyone knows, man. Yeah. Dude. 100%. Right. How much longer do you guys want to go for? Because I've got a big old shoehorn. That I'm about to throw at you guys. Go. Um, if go if you have time, shoehorn yeah. pick up another time. Um, there was something I was thinking about earlier, and I think this the way I'm going to try and shoehorn this is if people <laughs> aren't doing that thing that they that they want to do, they've got an idea for a business, a YouTube channel, some or like an artistic venture that they want to do, but they're putting it off. Um, some of the fears that I know I've definitely held. And, and held around doing this channel switch where it's been done before, it's saturated. Um, and I think there's there's two points that I came up with, sort of questions to ask yourself and, and things to keep in mind. Sin Cavalio's raring. Like my head was already at that bit before you said it. <laughs> um, number one, um, maybe more from a business perspective, but also artistic is this valuable for someone like I wasn't producing professional quality music when I started the audio journey I was still pretty early on relatively in in my own journey but I look at the people that I was making videos for they want to get to where I'm at that's a value transaction therefore stop worrying yeah it's it's absolutely going to be valuable but also the saturation thing people think there's 500 youtube channels teaching music production what's the point in me going and doing that and that's what i thought about this personal stuff there's matt diavella there's nathaniel drew there's thomas frank there's ali abdel all of these people do an amazing job of doing the type of content that i want to go and do but if you think of oprah for example she does what she does and she's killing it at what she does but people might not like oprah so You've got a Larry King who's doing a very similar thing or was doing a very similar thing, but he didn't worry about it being saturated. It's him doing it. There'll be yeah. plenty of people that didn't resonate with Oprah that do resonate with him. 
even though they're doing very similar things. So it's like bringing value, but also in your own way mm -hmm. is, is a completely unique, valuable proposition, mm -hmm. even in what you think might be a saturated market. Well, I mean, first of all, just in business rationale of things, supply isn't the same as demand. Like just because there's lots of supply of something doesn't mean the the demand has been met or like everyone uses this is this saturation word all of the time but no one can actually ever produce me like some objective information to say this thing is saturated yeah you you only people only say saturated when they think when they feel it's saturated because they've thought about it too much right i'm like yeah. how how saturated is it tell me how tell me how much the supply curve is over the demand curve and then I'll start believing you. Oh, you don't have any data to actually like back that up? Great. Because um, people say that a lot. Just because there's a lot of something, maybe there's a lot of something because there's a high demand for that thing. Yeah. You know, maybe the demand hasn't even been met yet and there's plenty of space. Guys, none of us are doing anything new. <laughs> like, n n not like, we're all great, but none of us are bloody original, to be honest with you. Like, Podcast We've only a really good example of this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, about you know, I mean, like, I mean, neither neither of us started doing YouTube early on. Nope. Like, we're all bloody quite new, actually, and but yet we're still having an audience. Yet we're still resonating with people. Yet blah blah blah. Um, but it kind of goes. But also back at this, like, I have this conversation all of the time with like friends and family and stuff like that. They're like, oh, you know, I see a skill in them or something that they really, really love doing. I'm like, oh, maybe you should turn that into a thing. I'm like, people, they're like, people already do that. I'm like, so? Yeah. Why does that matter at all? Like, you do you want to do it or not? Like, do or don't. Like, do it because you want to do it, not because... And things are only the same on a conceptual level, right? Someone else is already doing that. I'm like, yeah, but the moment you do it, it will be different somehow to the way that they do it and will resonate with people differently because of just... You're a human being making something. It's going to be a bit different. And in that bit difference, um, you're, you're, you're going to find a, an audience eventually, right? Mm. Event, and I do mean eventually because it takes bloody ages. But, um, but also, uh, yeah, things are only the same. Like, yeah, someone else is doing that only on a conceptual level, only when you're at the highest, most abstract level of thinking. But... I wasn't the first person to um, make a music production channel, nor was John, you know, um, but I found some very small, specific bits of white space in the system. And there's always new white space being added as time goes on, by the way, because new things happen, new products emerge, new mm. techniques emerge and ideas and concepts emerge. And every time that happens, which is all of the time, by the way, there's little bits of white space that you will find if you have the optics to to look. You know, you have the optics to find those bits of white space. There's always white space, right? Even within a specific niche like music production or marketing or, or what have you, there's always a bit of white space. You just got to bloody look for it. Yeah. You know, or like make something that is only, you know, you inherently will make something a bit different to what everyone else does, as long as you make it yourself, right? Um, so, I mean, oh man, I have that comment. That's why I was jumping off my chair, John, when you're talking about that, because I was <laughs> like, I have this conversation all the time. Like, because people say, oh, loads of people already done that. I'm like, yeah, but that's, first of all, do it because you want to do it. But second of all, 
you're looking at the wrong side of the equation. Just because, you know, mm. what about, tell me more about the demand and all of the people who, like, you, what you got to think about is, like, yeah, but the people that, when you do it, and even if you just post it on your Facebook to 500 friends, there'll be 200 people who never bothered to do that Google search and you presented that information to them for the first time. Yeah. Right? You did the work for them or whatever. You know, like, it just you got to deliver to them. Like, if you just deliver it to someone and it was, you know... Like, again, like, people are discovering John Holt's YouTube channel right now as we speak for the first time, you know? So, yeah. And you might say in a way that it's just more accessible to that individual than the way before. Yeah, I guess, yeah. like, if not, if that was the case, we would have, like, 25 teachers in the UK and they'd all be on a video Zoom thing to all every single child in the UK and go, yeah. great, these are the top 25 teachers for everything. And, well, that's not... Yeah. No, you have to have complete diversity for everyone to have the ability to get something. Yeah, I'm not going to be a teacher because so, that's already been done. Yeah, ex exactly. Yeah, well, well, people are well, still like, making kids and sending yeah. them to school, so, like, it's still a good idea. Right. Like I see it time, like, artists they go like, "Oh, what's the point of starting another solo acoustic player?" Because again, that word it's been saturated. I'm going, well, it's not saturated because there's music of every genre and every style being made every day of like since like it's it's constantly being made. You're just looking at it like those are the only music that's been made and it might be because you're in your own reflecting pool so if you're an acoustic musician chances are that you like acoustic music so chances are you listen to a lot of acoustic music so you think oh wow there are loads of acoustic musicians and you go yeah but there's a whole other set of listeners who are going to hear your music for the first time and you'll be the segue from their genre to your genre yeah and people want new things sorry, sorry, sorry John Sorry, I interrupted you. Carry on. No, I was, I was literally going to say the last thing was like in my engineering world, if I just followed other mastering engineers, I go, blam, there's a lot of mastering engineers. What's the point of me doing mastering? Yeah. I can tell you the damn side more artists and musicians than there are mastering engineers. Yeah. And there's probably so, a darn sight more artists than mastering, quote unquote, mastering engineers who are just shouting each other on bloody Facebook anyway. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, this is like this will work. Really, oh, you got, got me here now, John. Ah, oh, see, look, he's come on. He's come on this podcast half an hour, and he's got everyone all riled up. There we go. Oh God, triggered! <laughs> it's such a shame that my mic is on a stand and I can't drop it and walk out. Oh mate, <laughs> he just leaves. <laughs> Leave me um, to the battle it out. We might, like, need, it, we might need to add mic drops in post, Chris. Yeah, I just have a little slam there. But like it's why I don't like. Oh, here we go. I'm getting the oh. yeah, people are gonna get angry. I don't like Facebook groups anymore oh. for certain reasons because I think they Canceled. do become reflecting pools. So you go yeah. into a group that just makes rock music, and you might feel disillusioned because there's forty thousand because these groups are big. Like people all saying about how they're making rock music and you go oh should i make rock music because there's forty thousand other people in this group making rock music i'm going yeah but th that doesn't th that only means something in that group and in your headspace at that moment if you'd not been in that group you would never have let yourself get to that mindset yeah and, and i can't again there might be some kickback on that because there are there's, there's lots of good things that come from facebook groups but i think for people that are unsure of their 
stance in life because it really is down to that people who are not confident i think they can be quite dangerous and and as you were saying john like people can sort of feel like the world is saturated with what they're doing when actually that's 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 false completely false i can tell you like what isn't saturated is people like sticking at something for long enough to make it matter that <laughs> shit is never saturated <laughs> Like, no, that will never be a saturated thing. Like, people actually sticking it out for longer than six months. Yeah, that that needs the little sunglasses and the joint, like, yeah, spinning yeah. down. It's like, da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, Mr. Pavey. Um, what I was trying to rudely interrupt um, Mr. Pavey saying was people want new things. Like, imagine if Billie Eilish was like, now nah, pop music's been done before i'm just gonna sack it off yeah like people want to discover new things like they like what they like but you want to find the new next big thing like and that's that's the case everywhere like we're not if a new amazing pizza chain came out i wouldn't be like oh yeah but pizza hut i like that mm. you you try it and as the same goes that's for, good for that's everything. a good point that's a good one yeah. the pizza Billy thing is great because I, I i remember the tweets were like oh it's another teen pop idol and you're going no, but it's not. You just said it's another team pop person, but have you bothered to look at what she's doing and the way she makes music and what she's doing with her music? Oh, no, no. You looked at one YouTube video and made an assumption about it. So now you might not make pop music either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy. I mean, like, you know, she obviously didn't give a shit about who done what Exa- before yeah. or whatever. Like, clearly didn't, you mm. know? Um, so, so, oh, yeah, what? But, Loads of people doing this. Why should I do it? Because you want to, okay? Like yeah, you know. Four years later, you're writing the 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 theme music for a James Bond film. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, right. Come on. Like, yeah, yeah. Think, think how, think how insane would it be if someone like, oh, this is a point in your life. We made this decision. Let me show you the path. If you didn't take it, oh, and this path leads to you doing the theme music for a James Bond film. Mm. Right. Okay. Like that's sort of wake up, wake up in the middle of the night, sweating, sort of night terror moments i think 100 percent. still getting the night sweats then chris <laughs> but make mastering saturated chris like oh it's just literally <laughs> literally yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> i thought hey, your remaster. masters were coming in a bit warm recently <laughs> <laughs> clip much Jesus. i just have a big dial on the desk it's just yeah, saturation yeah. i just put it to, <laughs> to 11. <laughs> <laughs> Bounce them out, send it back across. There we go. Easy. <sighs> Plug-in chain is just fab filter Saturn and then export. <laughs> oh, mate. Harmonics much? Jesus. Uh, we did say I was a lander copy, so... Sorry? Ooh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shots fired. Um, there we go. That's the first edit on the podcast i got to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mm. I'd like are you to gonna, make are you gonna edit out the bits, Chris, where you, like you're just giving me lip? Is that is that the bits you're mostly editing out? I haven't given you any lip, have I? Yeah, yeah, I've given you plenty of lip though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. John's just here to mediate between us. Yeah. Uh, John, I've, you should I've hear dropped. the lip I give him on when we play StarCraft together sometimes. <laughs> like in in yeah in um I probably just like exposed a huge part of our personal lives but um 
Me, Alecky, and Chris play StarCraft. Well, Chris has been he's been a bit quiet recently, but it's it's cool. Business like, team building exercises. We won't, we won't strike him <laughs> off company's house quite yet, but like the um we play StarCraft sometimes. Multiplayer. And it is good, isn't it, Chris? Like yeah, it's team building. We've, yeah, it's mandatory team team building. That's it. Yeah, tax deduction, which, which you haven't been attending recently. I might, I might add. Actually, you know, and that, I believe that was that was that is a key performance indicator. P forty five. Yeah, it's it's quite P forty five at this point, but this the probably the content of this podcast you're, is you're getting you're getting lip for not going on Starcraft, and you probably get lip when you do go on so you're kind of damned if you do or don't yeah yeah welcome to my life john <laughs> he doesn't answer my calls anymore john <laughs> now i do feel like your therapist <laughs> oh chris i don't ask i don't ask anybody's calls come on <laughs> yeah yeah so right. i know when you're online yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway um john what um what can uh, people expect from you in the future from your various outputs good question um not even sure that i know the answer to that right now but that is okay um skillshare courses in the meantime so if you want to learn about music theory um practical music theory for producers is actually the, the line we're doing a few episodes like writing in key melodies and harmony and writing great chords um that'll be up on skillshare throughout the second half of 2021 and then uh i want to do the arrangement course that i spoke to you about um really Kavalia. good idea that really um, good idea so we'll see if that comes to, to fruition i think by yeah by the end of 2021 i want to have that out there and then yeah new channel in 2022 so um yeah instead of just giving out unsolicited book recommendations and and rants which is what i've been doing to, to these two poor guys for for the last say, three years we've got an entire podcast and we haven't had a book re recommendation oh yeah yet. what the hell man like oh, i thought shit. something was off i i sort of mentioned war of art but i didn't oh, like shit, you you did, force you to download yeah. it which um which yeah maybe that's that's what went wrong okay start the recording again <laughs> <laughs> delete um but yeah that's that's what's going on and um yeah really appreciate a having the chance to just catch up with you guys it's been been really really nice and always yeah pleasure, having John. me on it's um it's always a pleasure to to come onto your show absolutely well we'll have you on again soon i'm sure absolutely i i would really like us to dig into do an episode just about um the last video you did and how to start comparing yourself to others i think that's a that's topic. a good idea really good imposter syndrome all sorts of stuff i i, I really want us to dig into that because yeah i think it'd be really really good Mm -hmm. I would absolutely love to do that. Um, um, yeah, glad you enjoyed it. Thanks, thanks for watching. And yeah, more than happy to to deep dive on that. I think, um, yeah, I filmed it once, and it was like twenty five minutes long. So I refilmed it to, to what it was. But it could have been. It could easily be a podcast episode. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Amazing. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks again for coming on, mate. And uh, we'll see you soon. No, I really John. appreciate it. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers. Take care.